You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, this is the Blue Horseshoe with your host, George Brummer and Ryan Hickey. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. George Bremer, Ryan Hickey here with you. We give so many predictions. We break down, oh, maybe this will happen or is this going to be a strength or weakness? It's nice now, everything we saw in the preseason, the both the good and the bad, it's like, okay, now we can finally see, are we right, are we wrong? Because now we actually have a real opponent for the Colts to test it out. We can't literally talk anymore or go any further talking week number one without talking about the streak. Eight straight season opening losses going back to 2013 is the last time we actually had a season for the Colts start 1-0. So this has spanned different quarterbacks. This has spanned different head coaches, different GMs. So it's not just one person really that's been there outside of Jim Mersey the entire time. Is there any rhyme, any reason, anything you can point to that says this is the reason for an eight-game losing streak and this is why this year it's going to end? No, and you know, the thing of it is, it could easily be 10 because you think about that. Or I guess it would be 11 if it didn't happen. The, the one that they won in 2013 was a come from behind win. Andrew Luck leaving a drive in the, in the final minutes to beat the Raiders. Uh, and I think after that, they lost in 2011 because of the injury. They lost uh, the opener in 2012 and Luck's first game. So it, it's that close to being 11. Um, it's, it's really kind of insane. They, I think only three of the losses are to playoff teams. I was doing some research on this the other day, they, they've given up over 30 points a game. It's like 32.8 or something like that. So the defensive woes are probably one of the things that you see uh, that, that's been consistent. They're only scoring about 20 points a game. Uh, only three of the losses are to playoff teams. Those are the only three teams that had a winning record in that year. And of course, the 2020 loss is to a Jacksonville team that finished one in 15. They, they won that game and lost the next 15 games. The most inexplicable of all of these losses. But I think the one thing you do see if there is any kind of like rhyme or reason to it is injuries. You know, a lot of these games going out, I remember the Detroit game uh, would have been 2016. I believe all the corners on the roster were hurt. Like literally all the corners were hurt. And so there was nobody. And then Detroit puts up 39 points. That's the one uh, you may remember Lux scored late to go ahead 35 to 33. And then they let the lions come back down in like 17 seconds or something and, and win the game. Uh, you know, last year, the entire roster was either just coming back from injury or nursing an injury or out for the game. Uh, so I guess if there's one thing this year, they're healthy. They're not going to have that to lean on. Uh, for the most part, they're healthy. But yeah, it's it's one. And, and it, the other thing about it is when you look at the other teams on that all-time list of, you know, longest week one losing streaks, they're teams that with long playoff droughts. The Colts with the AFC championship game during this streak. It makes no sense on any level. It absolutely does not. And like you said, though, thank goodness for the Browns. 17 trade and active streak. So again, Colts have a long way to go to catch Cleveland right now in terms of making NFL history. 
And then you look, the other two that were tied for uh, the second longest, nine straight opening game losses, the Eagles and the Brown, uh, Eagles and Washington, both, you know, that spanned from the 50s to the 70s, different points. So it's been a very long time since we've seen futility. And speaking of long timing, mean, George, you bring up 2013 against the Raiders. I mean, the, you talk about a, a quarterback for then Oakland. Terrell Pryor, who was both actually mm-hmm. killing the Colts on the ground at over 100 yards rushing. Uh, like I said, LaRon Landry was the Colts' leading tackler on defense. Like you talk about some of these names, the last time the Colts won a week one game, it feels like eons ago. And you're right, right. So you look at you look at who they played. It's not like just like they got unlucky and it's oh, they played, you know, the defending champs or they played, you know, a playoff team every single year. They played Peyton Manning and the Broncos, right? A, a good team, like you mentioned. They played three playoff teams. They also they played a Bengals team that finished six and ten. They played a Chargers team that finished five and eleven. Like as you mentioned before, they played a Jaguars team that literally lost every single game after that week one game. It looked like the worst team in the NFL that paid the way to get Trevor Lawrence. It's like it, it doesn't. It is frustrating because you can't even put one reason for it. I do like your injury points. I think you are right. There's been a lot of years where Andrew Luck has, you know, missed the opener. You know, twice he's missed the opener, 2017 and 2019. That's obviously a huge, you know, uh, hurt to their chances. Like you said, Carson Wentz basically had, what, three snaps at practice the entire training camp last year before coming back to play that week one game against Seattle. I do like that you're right. They are healthy entering this year, which is a huge um, boon for them and it's going to help. But also, too, I we talked about this in the preseason. I like Frank Reich playing his guys. They played about a quarter in Buffalo in preseason game number one. They didn't play at all in week number two. And then the finale against the Buccaneers, about a quarter and a half. They said they're going to play two quarters. They played basically a quarter and a half. And now we see in the NFL, the trend right is to just sit guys. A lot team, mm-hmm. a lot more teams going in the direction like the Rams are, where they just play no one in preseason. Everyone sits, doesn't matter. I actually like the Colts playing uh, their starters for what basically amounted to three quarters this preseason. Because in part, I think it helps kind of get you ready for the season. And you're not just kind of easing your way into it. And, oh, it's week number one. Let's kind of get some rust off. And let's just kind of try it out there and see what happens. It's It's been go time already. And that's also, uh, also a huge boost in terms of trying to help the Colts end this streak of futility. Well, and I think with a new quarterback, as there is every year here, you know, that that's kind of the, the tradition uh, since 20, what, 17, I think there's been a new quarterback now every year starting. Uh, it's insane, but it's one of the many insane things around this franchise. But I think that plays into it, too, it, getting Matt Ryan out there. Yes, they were very vanilla. As Frank Reich said, they did nothing in the preseason. It wasn't the offense they're going to run on Sunday against Houston. But even just them hearing him call plays in the huddle, hearing his cadence at the line, getting to the line with all those things matter. You know, those are little things that I don't think we necessarily uh, we take for granted outside of the team, but I think they really matter to, you know, when you're on this football team and you have a chance to be out there with your quarterback, even if you're just going through the motions all the way back to the spring, you know, the preseason games are great for that, but all the way back to actually having OTAs actually running seven on seven, then having him for the full training camp, I think it's been, I want to say 2016, since the starting quarterback was with the team the entire spring all the way to to, to week one. So that in itself is a big deal. That's a great point. You're right. Even 2018, Angel Luck returns. 
he they were easing him back, and it was more about him trying to get up to 100% of that shoulder injury than him trying to, you know, make sure he's at his best for week number one. Obviously, this sudden retirement, COVID in 2020 with Phil Burris, that was a truncated uh, offseason. Carson Wentz, like we said, he got hurt well, the second day of, of training camp and missed that, you know, basically the entirety of training camp. That's a great point, too, George, where, again, the Colts have a C-word that's going for them and that they haven't in a while, continuity. Like you said, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan has been there. He has not missed any practice. He has been at OTAs. He's been in all the offseason work. He has been working the receivers and the offense, basically been a coach on the field. And now, even though, again, we're entering week number one, and there's still so many moving parts, still so many question marks of, of guys inexperienced at tight end and wide receiver, and even two new guys in the offensive line, this should be the most cohesive group heading into week one. Like you mentioned, the Colts had in six years. That matters. And that is another thing going in their favor that can help end this streak uh, of, like I said, just eight straight losses. It is nice that for the first time in a long time, even though you've had Andrew Luck out there for a long time and he's been, you know, a part of this streak for a while, it is nice that even with him there, the Colts have had, or the Colts have Matt Ryan, something they haven't had in a very long time. That's that's a huge, huge uh, bonus. And you're right, this is a great point. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other thing about it that I think goes into the streak, week one's just bizarro world a lot of years anyway. I mean, you go back to last year, Green Bay gets smoked in week one, and everybody's like, what's going to happen? The Packers end up being the Packers. There's always somewhere something extremely strange that happens in this week. You know, everybody's just getting out there for the first time. I think that plays into this a little bit too, but no matter what you want to pin it on, no matter there's there's excuses for anything, there's explanations for anything. The bottom line is, it's got to end. It's they can't continue to do this. That you know, we've been talking all month. You can't continue to to dig yourself a hole and spend the entire year trying to come back out of it. And speaking of streaks, there's a streak within the streak. The Colts have played the Texans twice, week number one to start the season, lost both times. So forget about just the eight straight losses in a row. Now it's also two straight losses to Houston to start the season. So. I don't know about you. I'm a believer in destiny, George. I will admit it. Maybe that's just a sucker mentality. Maybe that's just uh, the eternal optimist in me, always looking for the bright side. I do feel, especially in sports, kind of the stars do align. And I feel like this is one of those games in week number one where the stars align to end. Now, it's not a big streak, and and no one really cares. Because I think the last time they played week number one was like a decade ago. But it's like, okay, you end the two-game losing streak to week one to the Texans. You end this, you know, eight-game losing streak um, to start week number one to start the season. And two, for the first time also in a while, like you mentioned, you can get off to actually a strong start. This, to me, has the makings of everything going well for the Colts to finally, finally put an end to this god-awful streak. But I will say, uh, my uh, to argue with myself, George, I feel like you could say a lot of the same things back in 2020. That, that's just what I was going to say. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, it feels a lot like 2020 going into Jacksonville, <laughs> and you're thinking, hey, you know what? This is the year the streak finally ends. They can put this behind them. And then the, that loss was devastating. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the loss at the end of the year last year, but it was pretty close. And, you know, I, I remember just even the, the mood around the team was like, what just happened? You know, how on earth? The, and even then, that game starts off, 
you're, you're on fire and Marlon Mack has the, the Achilles injury, which he still hasn't recovered from. That's tragic in and of yeah. itself. Uh, but you know, all of a sudden they're changing the offense mid swing. It worked out in the long run. Jonathan Taylor ended up having a pretty good rookie year. And, and I think they're pretty happy with, with what they seen from him, but that day it didn't work at all. Uh, and it's, you know, go back a couple pieces of trivia that, that are kind of interesting to me. The last time they opened the season against Houston, starting quarterback for the Colts that day was Kerry Collins, which is sort of that 20 you know, kind of out there. Yeah, 2011. Holy cow. And then the the only football employee who's still on that side of things, not front office, not you know, anywhere else in the building. The only person on the football side who was employed by the Colts in 2013, the last time they won, and is still there, is your wide receivers coach, Reggie Wayne. <laughs> That's a great little nugget right there. Wow. It's that nuts. Is, that is just hysterical. It is actually how – and that's a good point, too, you made before. It's not like the Colts have been like the Browns or the Jets or even the, the Texans recently where there's just like years and years of poor play and just can't get out of their own way. This is a team that has been to multiple a or one AFC title game. They've been to the playoffs multiple times in this stretch, and – the only person still in play. That's a great one. Reggie Wayne. My goodness gracious. 